Service delivery watch on the morning blaze. We are now joined by marketing director at Interwaste, Kate Subs. Kate uh, is talking to us about the water crisis in South Africa. There's a huge demand, uh, but are we able to meet that demand for South Africans? Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Hey, the water crisis seems uh, to not uh, be coming to an end anytime soon. South Africans can't be assured of having enough water by 2030. What can be done? No, and sadly, it is. Um, I think we. It's a really concerning state of affairs, and we urgently need to all adapt and change our behaviour to protect and conserve our water resources. So a lot can be done, but I think um, just some context. And the context is sadly a very grim picture right now. Um, I'm just uh, reading yesterday published by the Department of Water and Sanitation uh, some reports on the state of water for South Africa. And um, across the board, there's, there's a rep- the Blue Drop report, which uh, gives you information on the quality of our drinking water across the nation. The Green Drop report looks at the status of our wastewater treatment works, you know, the wastewater that treats our sewage treatment works. And then the No Drop report that looks at our water distribution system, so leaks, leaks and non-revenue generating water. And unfortunately, in a comparison to 10 years, the reports weren't run for a for a 10-year period and reinstated in 2022. So, you know, you've got a good comparison from 10 years ago. And sadly, every single one of those reports shows quite a marked deterioration across the board. So, in our quality is deteriorating, and our access, we're losing a lot of water, and our wastewater treatment works, you know, nearly half of those are in a proto-critical state. So... Um, it's a sad picture, it's a grim picture, concerning one, um, and I think many South Africans are already being affected by water shifting or water outages, um, and water is life. We cannot live without water. Water is a finite resource. It's not like energy, where we are continuing ha- continually having to adapt to the energy crisis. We can't make water. So I think um, there are many things we can do, but that is the state right now. What a bad state of affairs. What can wa- uh, wastewater management um, do in terms of remedying the situation? Yeah, it's quite an exciting space, and that's obviously our space being a waste management company. And some people would say, well, what does waste have to do with water? Well, firstly, and, and I mean, you ask that question, what can we do? So we can all, we all need to urgently start looking at conserving our water and using it less and being much more mindful of it, but from a waste perspective, we also need to manage our waste more effectively because waste can pollute water if not managed effectively. From a, from a water accessibility perspective, there too, you know, we can look at diversifying our water mix. So right now, we're mainly reliant on water from our rivers and our dams, fresh water. But South Africa has a good groundwater system, so we look at accessing more water from our groundwater systems. But from a wastewater treatment perspective, um, there are many technologies and processes that we have in, we've invested in and many other companies that look at reusing wastewater. And, you know, what's really good in this space is nearly most wastewater, even quite hazardous wastewater, can be repurposed almost to potable, well, to potable state, which is drinkable state, but even not to a safe 
um, to a safe and uh, safe for reuse, uh, back in, either for release back into the environment or for uh, industrial processes and cleaning. Um, and, and that's that will make water accessible. You know, that will preserve the the fresh resources and also. Um, you know, take less burden, we'll put less burden on the already stressed system. So industrial processes of companies that use large amounts of water, um, we're seeing either investing in their own water treatment processes on site, so that, that the water that they're using, they can reuse back into their processes, or using the likes of our, our type of companies that can help reprocess that water. And is there a need to curb the current um Inavailable, um, inevitable state that we are in. Is there yeah. a need for it? And, and how can we curb it? How can we put urgency to it? Yeah, we have to put urgency to it. I mean, the Department of Water Sa- and, um, and Sanitation states that I think by 2030, which is really not far away, <laughs> five, six years away, that we'll have a 20% deficit of water. I mean, that's, that's a large amount of water that Absolutely. many South Africans, you know, it, and, and I think we all know, you know, not having access to water, we feel it immediately. It, it has hygienic purposes, it has life purposes. So it starts at every level. I mean, obviously, we have to put pressure on our governments and our municipalities to um, start investing, start fixing. You know, there's a whole range of things that have to happen at, at a larger infrastructure level. Um, but even as an individual, you know, South Africans, it's bizarre for me. Um, we are a water-scarce country anyway, and maybe some of us have been very, very um, spoiled by having access to good drinking water quality, but we consume, on a global average, about 60 litres per day per person, more than a global average, and we are already a water-scarce country, so that shows that our attitude and behaviour to water is, um, we don't respect it enough. I don't think we value the um the, the beauty of fresh water. And I'm talking, you know, I'm talking probably more those people or those of us in the urban areas who have better access to water. I think nearly half of South Africans don't, still don't even have access to, to tap water. But they are then even more compromised because they're reliant on water from um, our river systems and our dams, which are becoming increasingly polluted. So across the board, as individuals in our own homes, we need to manage our water, fix a leak, turn the tap off when you're brushing your teeth. I mean, we saw what happened in Cape Town not so long ago when they were close to days there, how the incredible people were forced to adapt. And I think it comes, we can't wait for a crisis to change. You know, we really need to start learning to conserve water in our homes, um, um, in businesses. So if your colleagues, we are seeing, I think, a positive shift, certainly from the larger corporations who are much more environmentally aware. But it's also good business practice um, to start, you know, looking at water reduction strategies or water reuse strategies. So across the board, effort has to stake. And it does start with education and awareness. So these reports that the Department of Water and Sanitation publish, they are freely published. Um, share them. Let's learn about them because without the data and the awareness, we won't change. Well, we're we going to close it at that. Um, can we as citizens put a pressure on uh, the powers that be? And if we well, can... <laughs> Can be contentious and say vote for the right party. Um, but yes, I mean, we can't have ongoing service delivery, but raise awareness and put pressure. I mean, there's a lot of sadly also corruption and um, lack of investment where we need to find our voice and we need to put pressure on them. But also, we can't sit back and just say, be helpless.
You know, we, 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 as South Africans, we are stronger together and we actually, unfortunately, we're in a, in a state now where we can't just rely on government. We're going to have to work together, public and private sector and individuals to, to solve our problems. Mm. Thank you so very much, Kate, for joining us. Thank you. It's 5 o'clock, A-teamers. Uh, let's go to the news from us. We'll be back tomorrow morning for the Friday edition of The Morning Bliss. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.